spontaneous sex why are you having a shower before first of all have a shower after sex you stinky fuckers so i don't know why all the time Oh, this Shut up. Get ready. Get your dress. Fuck off. These I think are the things you need to say in your head. Imagine ISIS gets monetized by Twitter. <laughs> Start making vlogs. Stay in the life of Al-Qaeda. I know. Top of my head, three females that's cheated. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning into the Flowbiz podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on your preferred audio platform. And whilst you're there, it would be nice to leave us a review. Preferably a five-star one. Anyway, enjoy the episode. I don't remember the last time I felt this stiff. <laughs> What happened to you? Bro, I feel like a broken old man that's ready for their pension scheme and retirement home. Did someone break your back? So, what? Has your back been broken? No, uh, my back's not been broke off. It's from that gym session that we done yesterday. Oh, yeah? And I swear to God, my ass and my hamstrings and my quads are finished. <laughs> I'm struggling to walk. I, when I walk, I look like I've shat myself. Really? And I'm like trotting along like a penguin. If you carry on like this, you're going to get a serious bender. Oh, that's the aim. You're going to sit like me. Yeah. You're going you're to have to use a pillow for your back. Yeah, exactly. To help your you back know, support. You know what one issue is between me and you? I can have my microphone like really close and have like a really nice cinematic, you know, audio to me. But you can't do that because you have boobs. <laughs> you can't get your mic closer to you. <laughs> it would go... Yeah. It'll look there, weird and block your face. There's an issue with it because of chest. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the podcast. It kind of sounds like uh, showbiz. Showbiz, flowbiz. Welcome back to the podcast. It kind of sounds like showbiz, but it's actually flowbiz. I'm Robert. That is Laura. Laura's, as usual, not ready for the fun fact of the day. So nope. while she gets it up, uh, I'm going to say thank you very much because we've just hit 2,000 subscribers. We're on episode 59, just over halfway, and we've hit 2,000 subscribers we're not long away from being fully monetized because of our watch time. So watch the whole episode throughout, the whole entirety. Don't skip. Watch everything. And hopefully we can start getting paid from YouTube as it's well. It's actually really exciting. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Okay, so my fact of the day Go ahead. is not one fact. I've got multiple facts, but it's they're in the same bracket. It's about different countries. Okay, cool. cool. So I've got one fact, and then I'll tell you about the rest. So this one fact I found interesting. Apparently, the Eiffel Tower was originally intended for Barcelona. Oh, okay. But Barcelona refused it because they found it ugly. So they didn't want it. The architecture, the architecture who built... Architect. Who, uh, the architect yeah. who made the um, Eiffel Tower intended it for Barcelona, but Barcelona didn't like it. So Paris had it. And yeah, it's now it's like one of the biggest... It is the biggest landmark in France, I think. It is. But it's also when you actually really think about it, it actually is kind of ugly. You think so? It's just a steel, like, tower. It used to be the tallest um, tower in the world, you know. Yeah, it was point. for quite a while, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know how long. You know, it was actually the highest standing building built since the pyramids. Really? The only thing that was higher at the time of the Eiffel Tower being built that was, tall. well, the tallest before the Eiffel Tower. What the fuck am I saying? Sorry. No, I, I, I stumbled across it. myself. So, before the Eiffel Tower was built, the tallest standing building ever built was were the pyramids and they stayed the tallest uh, standing buildings all the th way up until the Eiffel Tower was built and that's exactly why people are even more skeptical about how the pyramids were built because how did so long ago people were able to build something so tall Mate, the pyramids is a that's a dark it, hole it's a conspiracy that has a very very deep rabbit hole but Robert it. likes it because if you know Robert he loves pyramids 
He finds it. You find it interesting. You know, I actually used to have books of like about mummies and stuff like that. Did I, you? I was so into the pyramids. I love the pyramids. I still, I still want to go and see them Mm-mm. because I'm still pretty fascinated about them. But even back, in, you know, back in the day when they were originally built, they were fully covered in like white limestone and the tips were gold. So it was like a big white triangle with like a gold tip. Yeah, I, I never. You should be doing the facts of the day because I never knew that. Yeah, I, I'm a bit of a. Historic, historic expert when it comes I, to the pyramids. I used to I'm have really. um, every single year's Guinness World Record. That's a, that was a Christmas present. I got okay. every single year. I got the the that year's Guinness World Book of Records every Christmas. I've not had a book like that. I'm trying to think of what I was into when I was a kid. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. That's one of the first books I read. Yeah, but the pyramids I was obsessed with as a kid, like mummies, pyramids, everything to do with like ancient Egypt. I loved it. You loved it. Okay. The other facts are all about weird laws that countries have. Okay, cool, cool. So I got a couple I'm really strange laws. So apparently it, 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 sorry, apparently it was illegal to change a light bulb unless you were a licensed electrician in Australia, but it isn't illegal licensed anymore. Licensed electrician. No, yeah. you're a mechanic. No, because a light bulb is an electrician. Oh, at home. Sorry. Wow. What was the thing about... <laughs> I was thinking about cars. <laughs> you think about car bombs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's how you can tell you're a petrol head. Wait, so how did that first come to your mind? A car I, bulb I or a know. light bulb? I don't know. Because I forgot that you change light bulbs <laughs> at home as well. <laughs> it's just because your light bulb in your Honda Civic goes out so much that I'm, that's the only I'm light bulb that exists. by it. Like my rear right, so driver's side rear <laughs> taillight out all the time. It's like a monthly purchase I have to make. I think the car just wants to be smacked. Because you tend to hit it and it just starts working. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, next one. Go ahead. It is a legal requirement to smile at all times except at funerals or hospitals in Milan, Italy. So you can get in trouble with the law if you're not smiling. But it sounds... Okay, so it sounds weird, but I kind of get it. Because if you're frowning, you are kind of seem like a nuisance to society. Like, why you got an angry face for? What have you done that's made you angry? Why should I arrest you right now? You got an angry face. <laughs> I like the idea of that law. But what if someone just called me, told me that my mum's just died? Yeah, but because you're God not... God forbid, touch wood. Because you're not... <laughs> you just touch oh, your actually, piece. Actually got wood. You just touch your piece over touching yeah. wood about that. It's wood. In regards to your mother. You just had to go and made it... You've gone and made it weird, haven't you? There's also wood behind you. Fake um, wood. <laughs> we've got real wood here, so just test that. Amazon wood. wood. Is it real wood? I hope so. I don't I, think so. We've got wood on the floor. Um, anyway. Exactly. And it would be illegal because it's not a funeral. It's just you found out. But I guess. So if I got fired from my job, I have to walk around like. Yeah, exactly. If you just got broken up with. Ha ha ha. You get two strings and tie it around your head like that. Otherwise, you're going to be arrested and broken up with. You What? You, that's an arrestable offense. I don't know. It just says it's a legal requirement. So I think you can get maybe warnings for it. Or like a fine or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Mad. They want a happy They want a happy town. Um, also, apparently it's illegal to pass wind in a public place after 6 p.m. on Thursdays in Florida. Why? First of all, why is there a time restriction? Second of all, I'd be in prison for life. 100%. Can't go to Florida. You cannot go to Florida. Because if, I fart every five and a half seconds. If you go to Florida, you're going to have to be out by 6 p.m. Otherwise, you're getting arrested straight. No, I have to be at home. In a public place. Yeah, you pass you're going to have to be home. No, because if I was out, I'm going oh, to prison for I life. I meant out as an out of Florida town. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, just said no public places. In Florida. Oh, okay. So I have out to leave the, the state. Out of the town, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. So after 6 p.m., I have to be outside of Florida. Because your farts are so strong that even if you farted inside, 
and the window was open. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it'd be bad. That's true. You'd have a freaking armed raid at the door. And I have to stop eating eggs, beans, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Everything. No protein for you. Well, I guess no more Florida for me then. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's also illegal not to walk your dog at least three times a day in Italy. Well, Turin, Italy. That's a good law, to be fair. 100%. That's actually a good law. It's actually, what's that word called? It's a animal abuse if you don't walk your, your dog. If, and if you don't have a garden. Yeah, because dogs are built to like go out, be adventurous and go for walks. You know what I mean? They need exercise. 100%. I mean, unless you have a big flat or a garden, then maybe we can excuse it. But I think some people would still say nah. you, they need to be going on a walk at least once a day. Three times a day is a bit excessive. I'm not going to lie. But also, who's measuring that law? Facts. I could just tell you I took the dog out for a walk. Well, the dog is going to be like, nah, he's capping. That's true. I think it's just a general guideline that you should follow. But, I mean, you should, to be fair, if you have a dog, especially if you have a big dog, you should definitely be taking him I, out at least twice, maybe when, three times a day. When you get an animal, you're kind of signing yourself up for some level of responsibility. Of course. And of I course. wish I knew that before we got our two horrible cats. They're not that bad. They're hor- Do you know what? I actually don't like animals that much. And that's actually a psychotic behavior. People who don't like like hurt animals are more likely okay, to become murderers. Just to clear up, you don't hurt no animals. I don't animals. hurt animals and I never have hurt an animal. You couldn't hurt an ant. No. That That's the type of person you are. You don't like them, but you couldn't hurt it. Yeah. For I would kill, kill a spider. <laughs> I would kill a spider. But I wouldn't always do it. Like there was a spider living behind me in the set and I've let it live. I didn't kill it. I've got some cobwebs behind me, but yeah. I can't see no spider. I'm only going to kill a, like if you're in my way. Can't I? From me, any bug can get it. Really? Any bug's dying. If you're around me, you're dead. Ladybug, they're so cute. Fuck them. Dead. To be fair, ladybugs, I kind of just flick them. So if they die, they die. Game's the game. I think they would die from that impact, you know, because they're so small and your fl- hands are big. True shit. That's been like, it's like us being hit by a rocket or something. Yeah. That is very true. I mean, I think the only animals I'm going to kill are spiders. If I like, they're really scary or they're really in my way. Grasshoppers. You wouldn't, you can't go near a grasshopper. You wouldn't kill a grasshopper. I did one time where it threatened me. A grasshopper threatened you? At the window when he's trying to get in. I had to do something drastic. Right. Did he speak to you? He's like, I'm coming for you, Laura. Yeah. And he nearly jumped on my face. Okay. I had to get him off straight. Mm -mm. Okay, cool. Next one. It's illegal to swear in the UAE. Yeah, you can't. I'm pretty sure you can't litter and stuff like that. That's illegal. I don't as well. think that's a bad law. That's a good law. But definitely, British people need to be aware of that before they go UAE. Because swearing is like saying fuck is like the next. It's a part of your three, everyday vocabulary. Every four words, probably a fuck is coming out. Yeah, for fuck's sake, man. Like, th- this fucking thing happened to me, and then I fucking, fucking, fucking. It's the worst when you're fighting someone because you can't think of any other cuss word apart from fuck. Oh, yeah, you fucking prick, dickhead, da 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 da. Yeah, I think if we go to Dubai, we're getting bagged for life. Again. I've, I've had to control my swearing from doing a podcast and ju- and working with children. That's a good point. I've had to. So That's a good point. Next one. Married women can only have one glass of wine in Bolivia. Only one glass of wine if they're married. Again, how are you going to enforce this law? Like, they're all like pretty uh, not obvious laws that you can break. It's not enforceable. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't really quantify these things properly. Unless you have someone watching you 24-7. This one you probably could, though. It's illegal to wear camouflage in a lot of the Caribbean because it's only for army personnel. That makes sense. Yeah. That that actually makes sense. Especially if it's a country that's like prone to war. Exactly. Or military presence, then it makes sense. Military presence, because I think you can get like 
mixed up. I mean, if you're wearing like an army bikini, I'm pretty sure you're not going to look like an army personal. But if you're wearing like a full army outfit, then you could look like you're impersonating someone of authority and you could be yeah, yeah, yeah. bad. Um, and the last one, it's illegal to pay with too many coins in Canada. And on that note, we'd be fucked because we are... Uh, I love getting rid of change. We love getting rid of change. Whenever I carry cash... It's almost like a hobby when I go to buy something with cash. If I got bare coins, I don't care about the queue. I'm going to stand there, count out my coins to get rid of as much change as possible. You did it in co-op today. Yeah, I hate having change. What's the point of having change? You are definitely one of those people in the queue that just like count there. But the thing is, if you don't do it, you're going to end up being one of them people that have like 10, 5, 1p, 2p, 5p, 10p, 20p, 30p, 50p coins all the time. The thing is, shops give us change. They give us one and two peas. I'm giving back. So you give probably back. need change as well. Uh, exactly, facts. They probably do need it so they can give other people one and two peas. I mean, when I worked at Pret, we would run out of change all the time, like one P and two P coins. You need to top them up all the time because no one gives you the coins. Mm-mm-mm. They just give you a note. So there you go. Those out there listening, don't be embarrassed to give one and two peas to your shop assistant. We need them. 100%. Weird law as well. I, I've seen one. You know in China how they're proper, like very controlling and stuff like that in the country? Now, um, I saw a video of the Chinese police. They got on the train and were checking people's phones. And if you had things like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I'm pretty sure it was like things like YouTube or Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like American type of apps, because they have very controlled amounts of In China, of are you apps. sure? I'm pretty sure this was China. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And... Like, you can't have certain apps because the Chinese government has made apps for you to use. Like, they have... Um, web, web, web... Isn't um, it WeChat? WeChat or something, yeah. Yeah, WeChat is like the social media platform that they have, but it's like everything. Yeah, I I had learned that through Alibaba. They all use WeChat, all the supplies yeah. on there. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's police going on the train and checking everyone's phones. And if you have something else like that's banned, you can go to prison. That's crazy. Or find or whatever so the case WeChat be. is like a centralized social media. It's like one social media, everything so, yeah. in one. I, I couldn't tell you. But we could really. make a WeChat, no? Or is that, is that not, is that bad? Like, I want to see what it is now. I'm curious. I think you could just download it. You must, I'd because assume. if Alibaba, you pay them through WeChat, I'm sure. I have no idea. But all I know is if I was sitting on a train and a fed came on and said, check my phone. Like, I'm checking your phone. Give me your phone right now. I am moving country. The That's fucked. The only thing I think that could be good for is like if people got fucking really dodgy shit on their phone, like videos yeah. of mur- bodies getting cut up and child pornography. But then again, that's the average ch- WhatsApp group chat. Not the child pornography, but the bodies like murder and stuff. Oh, like, mate. The amount of videos on WhatsApp that get sent around of someone's head getting chopped off, got someone being shot and there's blood and gory. Like that goes around WhatsApp so much. We won't expose any names. No. Or any groups. But there's certain group chats and certain individuals that we know that WhatsApp is a scary place. But if they times. use it for people like who had child like child dodgy stuff on their phone, I think that would be great. Because then you, there's no excuse for having that type of content on your phone. But it's not like they're going through your phone. They're just flicking through to see just what apps you have. Yeah, true. That's just mad, though. Imagine living in a country like that. Like we say this country is pretty controlled. Like we're the most watched city in the world, et cetera, et cetera. They go through your phone. That's insane. That's mad. Some people don't even let their wife or husband do that. And their authority... What time? I don't go through my phone. No. <laughs> I don't even know what apps I have for real. That's what I'm There's saying. There's some apps I don't have on the actual wallpaper bit. They're on the other app section. 
you know, for the longest time, I had TikTok removed from my thing. So if I wanted to go on TikTok, I had to swipe down and type in TikTok. That's long. Because I had removed it from my... I don't know how you explain it, but you can remove an app from your instead of background. deleting instead of deleting it, you just remove it. Yeah, so it's not. It's kind of like if you're an OCD person, like and want to arrange everything good. Mm-mm, yeah, exactly. That's what yeah, you yeah. could do. You could move the app somewhere else. And for example, they they iPhone used to have them annoying apps that no one ever uses. Oh my but god! You can't yeah. delete them. Yeah, them ones. But now you can remove them. I think you can delete all apps now. I d- I I'm not entirely them. sure. I delete them. I'm but, I'm adventurous like that. Yeah crazy that was a good fun fact even though you did two completely different fun facts for i some just reason. found them interesting do you crave an extra episode a week and want to see more of the crazy things that we get up to if yes then head on over to patreon where for as little as three pounds a month you're going to gain access to a bonus episode every single week as well as that all the old exclusive episodes that we have released before you'll also gain access to our new monthly specials where at the end of this month we're going to be releasing our very first one that being our crazy amsterdam trip where you're going to see things like me trying the devil's letters for the first time a lot of sex shops and museums and even robert pissing his pants yeah, that actually did happen <laughs> twice. <laughs> so if you want to see all of that and all the other things that YouTube doesn't let us actually show you guys on here, then head on over to Patreon for where as little as £3 a month, you're going to be access all of that and even more. Enjoy the rest of the episode. You want to talk about some toxic blood? Yeah, this is so interesting. I'm surprised you haven't heard about this because I saw it on TikTok and it's not the first time I saw it. Is this what you said when I was watching TikTok this morning yeah, and that song came on? There was a, Robert was watching TikTok and a song came on and I was like, what are you watching? Because this that sound was played with this story. It was about the worst ever F1 crashes that I was watching. But this one is about toxic blood. Okay, cool. And I didn't want you to hear about it before. In what context of toxic blood are we speaking? Um, A blood that's so toxic, it makes other people ill. I mean... Well, like AIDS and shit. The, I was just going to say it sounds like that, but no. Okay. Listen. Okay, cool. There was a woman whose blood was so toxic, it cleared out an entire hospital, right? So her name was Gloria Cecilia Ramirez. Sorry if I said that wrong. And she was 31 years old and was admitted into hospital for having severe chest pain and difficulty breathing. So that was her symptoms. That was originally her problem. So doctors went to help her and they noticed an unusual smell coming from her body. A fruity, garlicky smell coming from her skin. That is great. How can you smell fruity and garlicky at the same time? It's odd. It doesn't go together. She sounds grim. So after she was admitted into hospital, um, obviously the staff was helping her and everything. But a lot of the staff were starting to get really dizzy and breathing difficulties and muscle um, pains. And some were even fainting. And that led to even some medical staff having been having that led to some medical staff having to be admitted themselves into hospital. And they were getting so ill from her blood. Okay. Um, forty-five minutes. She, forty-five minutes after she came in, she passed away. Sadly, like she actually did die. Oh, she just but she was forty-five she, minutes in the hospital. That's it. And she died. But even after she died, um, everyone had to be careful because her body was so toxic. They couldn't remove her body until the guys in the suits came to do it. Um, and yeah, it was just her body was affecting everyone, making them feel ill. And her funeral couldn't happen till two months after she died because of fears that she would uh, infect everyone that re- uh, that attended her funeral. She's like a radioactive human. Essentially, yeah. What the fuck? Th- does it say why or what yeah. kind of poisoning she had? Or? I think what happened top of my head, she actually did have breast cancer. So she was doing stuff to try to treat the breast cancer, like um, not rituals, but like she was trying things out. And there was something she tried. Like that- remedies and shit. Like remedies. I don't know what it was, so don't quote me. I don't know if it was like something she was using on her skin, like a lotion, but it was basically something in that product was banned and that is toxic to humans. So, but essentially they were getting poisoned. She died from the poison of it 
and her blood crazy. was so intoxicated with it that I don't know if they'd done surgery on her or whatever that exposed them to the blood or it was just her presence. But she's like proper radioactive then. Yeah. Fuck. And that's when they say some things are banned for a reason. Because that substance was banned. That's I can't even wrap my head around it. Like, what the fuck would she have to be taking? I forgot what it was because I I read this a while ago and then wrote it down. Now. So what did she get diagnosed for to have breast cancer or did you she just yeah, figure she, it out? No, she got diagnosed. Yeah. And then she just went away instead of taking normal medicine. Or I think she was trying out things. Yeah, but that happens a lot. People do try like alternative methods and it works. But I guess whatever she did try poisoned her or she was using it too much or something you know what's a more even more fucked up of a thing you know cancer and things like that that most people think is incurable all of it is curable that's the most fucked up thing what do you mean but if you don't have the money for it you're fucked no but even if you have the top of the top of the range money surely it wouldn't be curable if it's if it's uncurable then it's uncurable go to switzerland they'll cure anything really because they could do um like gene modification and stem cell treatments and stuff. It's crazy. So you're saying like if you're stuck on the... N I mean, I don't want to cuss the NHS because the NHS is actually really good and helpful. But you're saying like if you don't have the money to go private. But then even oh, if you yeah, have money yeah, to go yeah. private, you sort of might not have money to do top of the range. Yeah, exactly. So I can't remember this guy's name. He's an American guy with a very deep voice. That's all I remember. Okay. Got a little bit of a... He looks like Arnold um, Schwarzenegger. American version. Okay. And um, he was an impulsive. So maybe some guys watching would maybe... Or some, girls. Uh, as soon as <laughs> I said that, I was like, why did I even say that? Some people that are watching now might know who I'm talking about. But he had some sort of... Him or one of his kids or his wife, someone or his mom, someone had like a very incurable disease. And every doctor was saying, oh yeah, you're Like you're a rare dead. form of cancer? Something like that. I can't... This was a while ago that I watched this. And everyone was basically saying, you're going to die, you're going to die, you're going to die, or whatever person was ill. And then they, he got he read a couple books and done like research because basically he was saying, when you get to that point, you will do anything to fix it. Mm -hmm. And it, it's almost like, you know, they say, well, it's, if it's life or death, you're going to make a decision. Even if in your whole life, you're, you don't make any decisions and you're just a slow person. When it comes to your life, you will make decisions like this. And you're going to make shit happen no matter what type of thing. So basically, he adopted that attitude with that situation and was reading books and doing a lot of research. Came in contact with this doctor in Switzerland who specializes in like gene modification and all kind of shit like that. And cured cured whatever disease that person had. Wow. And they lived on and was even healthier than ever before. That's insane. And even things like heart transplants and shit like that. You could do all of that stuff as well. But that's what I'm saying. You just need the bread. Money solves a lot of things, I guess. And another fucked up thing is if you have heard about the, um, what's it called? The blood transfusions all these rich demonic people do. Oh, people, are you talking about the clones? No, 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 no. Is that another substance? No, no that's, that's, that's a whole other different rabbit hole. But apparently there's filthy rich people and it kind of all stems from like the Hollywood scene and it kind of goes around all the rich billionaire, trillionaire people Essentially, what they do is they kill babies and very young people and inject themselves with their blood to like keep them youthful and young. Don't tell me that. that That's a whole conspiracy, which is a very, very what? another deep rabbit is that, hole. Is that where like missing children are going? Yeah, but because 
they're the billionaires. They're the ones that control everything. So it's never published. They can silence wow. anyone and anything. So that's yeah. disgusting. That that is a whole nother like. Nah, I'm scared that they're gonna take me, man. Am I too old? You're a bit too old. Oh for that, man, your blood's probably too toxic for whatever the fuck yeah, they're doing. That's true. That's but scary. Yeah, that, that is really scary. And the thing is, I would not be surprised if that actually exists. I like to not think about these things because they're so scary. <laughs> like, it's just too much. This, this is why we actually can't get into, like, conspiracy theories and shit because Laura just starts bugging out. Gets, yeah. You're scared of everything. I get really nervous and scared. That's and all of a sudden you think all this shit's going to happen to you. Yeah, I literally, I'll start having a panic attack on the podcast. But even if you're speaking about the Titanic, you're like, I'm going to go on the Titanic <laughs> and drown. <laughs> like, promise I'm not going. Promise. You haven't got any tickets. <laughs> but anyway, I want to move on. And remember how I was telling you, I have a, so we had a story a while ago on the podcast. Oh yeah, I've been, I've really been curious about what you're gonna, what you're gonna say right now. And I have a major update. What is the story you're referring to? This happened near the beginning of the podcast, actually, like near our first couple episodes. Okay, I'm not gonna remember that. Stephen Bear. Okay. 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 Now you know what I'm talking about. I think I brought up that topic. You did. Yeah. So. For those that don't know, I'm going to give you a little bit... Well, Laura, give us a little bit of context of what exactly okay. happened. Stephen Bear is a, a social media TV... Reality TV. Yeah, reality TV guy. He went on like X on the Beach. I think Big Brother. He won Big Brother, I think. I've no idea. Um, but he's like... Yeah, he's in all that kind of TV scene. Fun fact, I also saw him one day after leaving a hair appointment, remember? And he was um, outside of his garden doing some gardening or some shit. And he, le- I told it on the podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I and remember. he let yeah, me yeah. go because he was um, watering and stuff. And then he let me go past. Or was it? This was in Essex, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is interesting. This okay, Essex, cool. Yeah. Carry on. I don't know whose house it was, but he was there. And he was topless as well. And um, It was like a terraced house. It had like a front garden. Like, you know when you gate. have a big house and it's like split in half. One house, one house. I don't know. It, it, it reminded me of like a small-ish house. Like a high street house. Yeah, like, when, you know, when you have two houses I together. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Okay, but th- anyways, this was probably the house I'm about to speak about. Stop, because yes. I saw him. Yes. I don't know why you're going to speak about a house, but I okay. saw him at a house. Okay, cool, cool. This um, is great. Carry on. Okay, I'll carry on. So basically, the reason why he's um, got in trouble, I guess, is he dated a girl from Love Island, Georgia something. I actually have no idea her name. Georgia Steele? Jessica Smith. It ain't Jessica. I swear it's not Jessica Smith. It is. Jessica Smith is maybe his girlfriend, but that's not the girl he dated when the, this thing happened. It's Jessica Georgia. Smith is the girl he released the sex tape No of. way. It's Georgia. It's Georgia I'm Harris. searching this up. It's Georgia Harrison, I'm sure. Stephen Bear Prison. It's not. It's not Jessica. It's, got, it's Georgia Harrison. Go on, carry on, carry on. Okay, so we're finding out who, which girl it was. So he was dating a girl from Love oh, Island. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it is Georgia, Georgia Harrison. Harrison. Jessica might be his girl. He had a girlfriend at the time the court case was going on and she stuck by him. Is Jessica his current girlfriend? Or maybe you got confused. What the fuck? Stephen Bear's fiance claims she applied to become a prison cleaner to spend time with him. What's her name? His girlfriend's name? So who the fuck? Okay, Georgia Harrison. So I don't know. Maybe this article fucked me over a little bit. Jessica. Okay. Jessica Smith. Who's Jessica Smith? I'd assume that's his current girlfriend. Maybe. I'm thinking maybe. Anyways, he was dating a girl from Love Island, whatever. Called Georgia Harrison. He released... He was dating Georgia Harrison. He released a sex tape onto his OnlyFans of them two having sex, caught by CCTV footage. He filmed it on CCTV. He filmed yeah. on CCTV and Didn't he released it on his OnlyFans without her permission. And um, I think 
it was it was revenge porn. I think they had broken up. I'm not sure about where they were in their relationship, but he'd basically done it without her permission. It was revenge porn. She pressed charges. The court case was going on. He got charged. And fined. In prison. And fined. And that basically made an example of people doing revenge porn. Yeah. Was that? Was, did he get fined as soon as he got sentenced? No, that would have been. I don't know. I don't remember. Because I don't ever remember seeing what I'm about to tell you. What happened? Okay, so the recent updates on the situation is, I don't know. He, um, I mean, he's still in prison. I assume. Um, he was ordered to pay two hundred and seven thousand pounds in damages wow. to George George Harrison. Harrison. Yeah, I don't know why they put Jessica Smith two hundred seven k in damages of privacy breach, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But that, do you know what? That's a lot of money. But he also caused a lot of damage. And apparently, this is the biggest case of revenge porn, uh, like privacy breach and the biggest fine that's what I mean I think it's really they're setting an example for people who are sharing this kind of content without people's consent it's disgusting so the latest update is having had that fine to pay now it's all coming out apparently his lifestyle was fake as shit what apparently the thing is I think the newspapers are playing up on it a little bit to sell more headlines I wouldn't be surprised because and I'll tell you why in a second but basically the reason this all started is because his house came up for sale on Rightmove. Oh, no. And I'm pretty sure it's an Essex house. And I'm pretty sure that's the house you're talking about because it, was, it wasn't a big house. It was only a three bed, one bathroom. Have you got a picture of it? There was pictures on the original thing I had, but that article's gone. Okay. So, but you could probably find it and put the picture up. So if you find it, we'll have the picture up on the screen now. Um, but yeah, it was up for sale for five, 525k. Oh my gosh. Okay. So it's not even like a huge... Do uh, you know what I mean? It's not massive. Especially to how he was playing up to his lifestyle being. It's not really like... It's not really matching what he was portraying him to have. Interesting. Um, Another thing. This is weird. His brother was pictured helping his girlfriend move belongings. Oh, actually, no. Now it all makes sense. What? Okay, so this was the confusing part. Because I'm not into all this stuff, I don't keep up with any of it. I thought that Jessica Smith was the girl that he released the sex tape. Of. Oh, so you're confused why the brother was helping? So I was confused to why his brother was helping. Jessica this Smith girl. must be the girlfriend then. So yeah, the girlfriend is Jessica Smith. Yeah. That's why his brother was pictured helping her move shit out of the house. Okay, because you were thinking, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I thought it was Georgia Harrison moving shit out of the house. Yeah. Oh, it, okay, cool. It all makes <laughs> sense to me now as well. So you guys are probably confused just as much as I was. Now it all makes sense. And I hope it makes sense for you. So they're moving shit out of the house because obviously it's for sale now. 525k. Apparently, he made around a million pounds off this sex tape from his OnlyFans. Oh my God. Because and apparently he made like 700k the first 12 hours. What, from that video? From that video, allegedly. Okay. However, apparently it's all coming out as it's all bollocks. Because he had eight businesses. None of them apparently made profit. But at the same time, to me, it's like a company doesn't need to make profit for you to have a lot of money. Because... They could be um, spending and making the same amount, yeah, right? You could be spending money to offset taxes. Yeah. For example, like your business, if you buy a car, you've got a fancy car, but that's also a tax write-off. So technically your company has, has zero not, profit. He's not made anything that month. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Right? But even though your company's not profitable, doesn't mean you don't have money or assets. Exactly. So I don't really know Loophole? if you can... 
maybe. Yeah, you can't really go off that set to claim that he's broke. Because the whole claim here is basically he's broke and mm. doesn't live the lifestyle he actually lives. Also, apparently, the Rolexes that he wore and appeared in court with, and et cetera, et cetera, apparently they're all fake. I don't know how true that is because at the end of the day, it is a newspaper. So it can, is majority of the time, it's all hearsay. I'm biased. Exactly. And also the Rolls Royce that he pulled up to. Remember the pictures of him pulling up he to court? He pulled up like a pimp um, pimp outfit. Yeah, in Ro- uh, he came in a Rolls Royce. Apparently that was rented. But to me, it's like, why would you spend 250k on a car just to pull up to court in? 100%. Obviously, you'd rent it. If you don't have a Rolls Royce, you wouldn't just buy one just to turn up in court with. Yeah. Do you know? So it's like, again, I don't really know if you can go off that. Also, to rent a Rolls Royce for half a day is probably like a thousand pound. So... That's still, that's still more than, like, most people have. Yeah, exactly. You have quite a bit of money to throw out if that's just, like, a thing. Oh, I'm going to turn up to court in a rented Rolls Royce. Exactly. You you have to have some sort of money to even do that in the first that's place. That's true. Um, But, yeah. I don't know. People are claiming he's broke or doesn't have money and stuff like that. I mean, maybe he's smart with and pretending... Maybe he's smart and it's being in his favour that he doesn't have any money because then they won't get a higher fine because I think fines are worked out by how much money you have. That's also true. And actually, this is all alleged. It's not hard to hide assets. Yeah. And hide how much money you have. And if anything, he's actually in a very good position if people... If like the general consensus is that he's broke... Because that will make it even easier to hide money. This that, That's what I mean. It'll be in his favor. Exactly. Because if the newspapers came out saying he's got like millions and millions and millions and millions. Like, then he needs to pay up more. Who's going to be watching him? HMRC. But you know what? How disgusting it is. Imagine you're actually having sex with your partner and they film that moment and post it without your consent. Like that is yeah, actually a horrible process. That's fucked. I mean, I was reading the, uh, up the article and there was a, a few bits of Georgia's talking about I'm assuming it was from like an interview setting or whatever. And a couple of quotes that like she went to hospital because of the amount of stress that it caused that like her body was actually shutting down. Yeah. Um, she was growing a lot of acne from all the stress, which turned into cyst infections and shit like Jesus that. Jesus Christ. It was really bad. But like her kidney was shutting down. Is, her liver was shutting down. That is stressful. Of, obviously it is. She said it ruined her life. And obviously like if you're not really, do, if you don't do porn. Yeah. And if it's not a thing you're comfortable doing, and that's just happened to you and you've not been prepared for it at all, it's really embarrassing. Uh, like, I can't wrap my head around how fucked that is. That's like, getting your n- nudes leaked is one thing, but then having it leaked to a millions and millions of people over instead of your nudes just being passed around one high school. With someone who's meant to be... With someone who you're meant to be trusted. It, that's if it's, if it's like out of the blue, you're like, what the fuck? And this guy is just... And there's even in that... Again, it's from the newspaper, so you can't really take it as gospel, but apparently he showed no remorse. There's been no formal apology to her. I mean, the way he turned up to court in a pimp outfit was like no he, remorse. He's very good at carrying himself like a dickhead. Yeah. Basically. But, but that's kind of what he did on the shows. That's That was his persona. I don't think it's a persona, though. I think it's just him. It's just generally just what he's like in yeah. real life. But I don't know. I guess we'll see... When he comes out of prison, see if he says anything. Or, but to be honest, I would be surprised if he doesn't. I would, if I was him, I'd just go now. What do you mean by go? Just go. Or just jump <laughs> off a bridge. No, no, like just live his life. Like don't do any. I don't think he can do any um, TV anymore. Like he wouldn't be able to do TV. He can still do social media. Anyone can do social media. Terrorists can do. So- you know, ISIS has a Twitter account. Yeah, that's mad. That's fucked. That's fucked. 
Um, and now Twitter pays as well, so maybe they're going to get paid from Twitter. Imagine ISIS gets monetized by Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Start making vlogs. Imagine. Day in the life. Oh, my God. <laughs> Day in the life of Al-Qaeda. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that. We've got some sports news to chat. I'm actually excited for this section. Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. You just watched the f- uh, fight highlights because I... fuck staying up until 5 a.m. to watch that. Who's got time for that? No British. I mean, some people do, I guess, but fuck that. I personally um, have a baby sleep routine and I love sleep. Yeah. So it's not really possible. I mean, we even went to bed late. I think I went to sleep at like 4 a.m. last night. But mm. I was just like, I looked at the time and I actually found one stream. Um, someone on Twitch was like illegally streaming it. <laughs> oh my God. And I th- I'm pretty sure I was like only one fight away from that fight coming on. I was like, bro, fuck that. I'm not waiting. I'm not staying up until 5 a.m. and then wait another like 45 minutes for the fight it's to finish. Long. Fuck that, I'm going to sleep. Then the birds are chirping outside. Yeah, exactly. It's and mad. also, from watching the highlights, I think it was a pretty boring fight other than some key moments. Because even the highlights, I'm pretty sure they skipped like three rounds. I got bored in the highlights. Um, First of all, Jake Paul won. So congratulations. Yeah, well done, Jake Paul. Second well of done. all, what did you think of the fight? I have a couple things to say. And a couple things I'm thinking. First, First of all, I was not surprised by the fight at all. That was literally my prediction. I don't know if I said it on a podcast or if I said it to your brother when I was talking to him about the fight. I said, I want Nate Diaz to win, realistically, just because he's a fucking legend. But I think Jake Paul's going to win, but he won't knock him out. He's going to try to knock him out, but he's going to win on points. It was round five that he stumbled down, though. Nate was it round Diaz. five or four? I think five. He didn't really stumble down, though. Jake caught him with a clean shot to the temple, and he just... He couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. He lost his legs. I just punched myself in the leg and <laughs> fucking kills. <laughs> Boxing vibes. Yeah, but... Um, I think during the highlights, there was good moments where there was moments where Jake Paul was doing really well and then mo- moments where Nate Diaz was doing really well. You could see the progression of each person. Jake went... And even Wade, the commentator, he said it. Round one, Jake looked like he was about to knock Nate Diaz out. And usually I'd be like, oh, this is it. Fight's done now. And in most cases, that would be it. Like, the amount of pressure Jake was putting on Nate, usually that would be fight over. But because I know Nate Diaz, and I know Jake is not going to knock him out because Nate Diaz can take punches from anyone and not get knocked out, I thought, there's no way. Impossible. It's not going to happen. And Wade said, if Nate survives this, Jake's going to be in trouble because he's going to be very tired in the later rounds. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Jake went out crazy round one, couldn't put him away. And then kind of slowed down. Round four or five had a big moment. Knocked him down. Yeah. Clean punch. Round like seven to ten, Jake was dead. Yeah, he, he got tired at some point. He was finished. He was done. And uh, that's when Nate Diaz came alive. And unfortunately for Nate, it was just a couple rounds too late. Because Surely he... it was a close call though. It wouldn't have been a unanimous decision. Surely. Hmm. I think you need to watch the whole fight to actually... Because we watched highlights. Exactly. Because also, like, we didn't see the rounds that they didn't even show on the highlights. Exactly. And most rounds that they showed on the highlights started at, like... I noticed they all started at, like, 1 minute 20 where the moment started. And a lot of them was Nate doing really well. That, was... But that's what I'm saying. That was near the end. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's what Nate Diaz is like. He comes alive near... When he's taken a lot of damage, that's when he comes alive. Because that's when also the opponent would be most tired and optimum to knock them down. It's also just because Nate Diaz is a fucking murderer. <laughs> I swear to God, he doesn't care about the business side of things. Well, that's at least what he shows. He likes to fight. He literally just likes to fight and hurt people. But that's what makes a good fighter, no? 
Yeah, hundred percent. He, he's just a fucking savage, but he's not built for boxing, and that kind of showed in this fight. Yeah, he is built for the UFC MMA. Like even, there was even a couple bits where he he would miss a hook, put his hand on his head, and like almost hold him down and start like punching him like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, but he had to be in an octagon for this. They are running it on a UFC, aren't they? Well, apparently, also before we move away from the fight, I think if we had a twelve round fight. I think Jake Paul got knocked out. Oh, fuck it. I'm happy I don't he think did he would have survived. I'm actually happy he didn't. I really hope the fight in the octagon happens because Jake Paul is going to get fucking played with. Mm. I don't think Jake Paul stands even a tiny smidge of a chance against Nate Diaz. Is that actually going to happen? Or was it just talk for now? If I was Nate, I would be taking that deal with my eyes closed. Yeah. So again, it's another thing that kind of falls in Jake's side. Is that at the end of the fight? Was there any people calling out anyone? Did Jake Paul say he wants to, who he wants to fight? What I really liked about the end of the fight, they were very respectful to each other. Yeah, and that's not really like Jake. And I think throughout this boxing journey, which bear in mind, this is one thing I want to say as well. A lot of people are hating on Jake Paul. I think it's very unsolicited hate because you can see he's actually very much grown as a person. Yeah, he's also only done boxing for three years, and he just won against Nate Diaz. That's not a fucking pushover fight. You could say, yeah, Nate Diaz is 37, retired, UFC fighter, whatever, whatever. It's fucking Nate Diaz. He could kill people with his bare fists if he wanted to. So it's a big deal that he won. And he fucking smashed it, to and be fair. And people are still not giving him his flowers. No one gives him flowers. Because he, I mean, Jake Paul took on the villain villain. The problem thing. child? Yeah, he's got the villain role going. But I think even at the end of the fight, he was saying like, Anyone that wants to do anything, you could do it. Put your mind to it. You know, all this encouraging talk. And he I was wasn't like, being uh, problematic. Yeah, he wasn't being a dickhead. I mean, at the same time, when he was getting booed, he was like, oh, boo for you're a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of like the childish side still coming out. But I've, I'm starting to like Jake more and more. Yeah. But then when the press conferences come, that's something like, oh, yeah, this is why I don't really but also, watch I, Jake. The thing is, I feel like, it, I don't know, it's an argument again we had earlier. Persona or personality. If it's his persona, why wouldn't he play on it? Because that's what that's people what think sells. of him. You literally, you're doing a. It's called in so- sociology. We learn it as a self self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You call someone something so many times that they'll just become it. Yeah, exactly. They'll just yeah. fulfill the role that you set. But that's pretty much what it is. It's like the world told him you're a problem. So if he will, if he become continues to be a problem, he would potentially make more money. He's that's giving like, them what they want. You know what that's like? It's like everyone commenting on you saying, oh, you, all you do is like show your ass, 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 whatever, whatever. You're just like this person. And you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to start OnlyFans now. Because exactly. it, it's like, well, everyone was saying it. Fuck it, I'm doing it now. Is that's what it's like. You're taking that role, essentially. So, I mean, but that must be grueling on a person, though. A hundred. Because you keep, like, for example, if Jake wants to do like this good person and start encouraging people and do all these good things... And then has to play this villain role on camera. That must be fuck with your head so much. I think so. Because day in, day out, you're playing a complete different person to what you actually or are. Or when you try to do good things and achieve great things, if people are still being rude to you. We live in a <laughs> we live in a time and place where it's so easy to shit on anyone. Oh yeah. And a lot of people love the podcast has started to get hate, by the way. Congratulations, Yay. Flowbiz Podcast. But was that on TikTok or YouTube? Or Instagram. Was it? Oh, was it on Instagram? Had, it's all short form content. I think we've had it everywhere, but it's only on the short form content. Yeah. Most of the time, TikTok is where you get the most hate. Yeah. If you want, a, if you want to see any creator get shat on, go on TikTok because yeah. they're getting hate there. No yeah. matter f- who the fuck they no, are. No, they must, some people might block um, certain comments or delete it. 
that's true. And if you're getting, if the person gets zero hate, they're deleting comments or like they're monitoring their comment section, which is fucking stupid. But anyway, if Instagram, it helps you mentally, then it's yeah. not stupid. Instagram is like a mix of positivity, thirsty men, and hate. And then YouTube predominantly is serious people. Is is nice comments, but even on YouTube you get hate, and it's a good thing if you're getting hate on YouTube because that means your shit's popping. So facts. I don't know. Put a hate comment down. <laughs> Maybe so. Our but, first hate comment on a long form video. Um, what was I saying now? Something about Jake Paul. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I thought the fight was okay. It had its moments, but I'm happy I didn't stay up because, from what it seems like, it must have been a boring fight. Definitely. Because the highlights were just a couple moments. Now I'm looking forward to KSI and Tommy Fury. I think if KSI loses against Tommy Fury. Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz doesn't happen. It goes straight straight to to Jake. Yeah, yeah. But if he beats Tommy, I honestly don't think Jake Paul versus KSI happens. We're going to see. But I don't know. We're going to have to see. uh, Should we go on a break? Let's go on a break. Because I really need to piss. We'll see you after the ad, guys. We'll see you after the break. In a bit. Do you guys want to see Laura getting hot and sweaty whilst working on a car? Well, if yes, then head on over to my YouTube channel, Laura Bianca, where I've just begun my restoration project of my abandoned BMW E30. And no, for all of those that are asking where the MX-5 has gone, it's not been sold, it's not been scrapped, it's still on her driveway, and a video about that is actually going to be dropping at some point this month, or depending on when you're watching this, it might actually already be out, so make sure you go check it out. And whilst you're over there, make sure you subscribe. And make sure you watch the ads without skipping, because that also helps pay the bills. Anyway, enjoy the rest of the episode. All I need right now is a hot chocolate, mm. a blanket, because boy, this chair is like, this is the best investment we've made for the podcast ever. I know. Because I feel like a fucking, a little baby. Winter podcasting might actually have to be a blanket and a hot drink oh on set. God. Especially because now it's chilly in the evening and I'm a bit cold and mm-hmm. I haven't brought a hoodie and I'm in shorts and I'm showing the dusty bottoms of my shoes. I need <laughs> new black shoes actually. because These are, look at this. Are they talking? They're starting to talk at the oh back. Oh my god! <laughs> um, sign up to the Patreon so I can get some shoes. <laughs> but um, yeah, mate, these chairs are fucking. I actually want these chairs in the house. That's the thing. I'm annoyed that I only get to sit on it for like what five hours a week max. Just the podcast. Just the podcast. I'm like, I'm feeling to go to the shop and get another set of these chairs. Imagine editing in these chairs. Oh, feet up and a little foot thing. Stop, because you know you saying this. I'm actually on it. I'm going to start bringing it in the house. <laughs> you know what you're going to need? Like a little table that like pulls over like that right here. Big enough for my laptop. Oh my God. My arms. And something to put your foot up on. Yeah. Hot drink. Oh. Trucy, why do we never edit in here? Because this is a garage. <laughs> it's also a podcast set with comfy chairs. <laughs> we could just open up the doors and just start editing in here. It's not that comfy. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> anyway, we had a topic... A debate about weddings. Weddings. Okay, this is really interesting. So I saw on TikTok, a girl was responding to a comment. Mm-hmm. And she's a creator as well. But um, I forgot who she is. But the main thing is what they were talking about, I found, found interesting. All right, cool. So she was basically saying in her video, she's not going to be inviting people's partners to her wedding. So she's a creator and she does like a lot of, she does, her, she does a long chats when she does her makeup. So people just... Like it's like vlogs type I told you it's quite popular yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. People are doing get ready with me's in a way. Um, she's getting married and she's kind of going through her wedding process with everyone. So they just discuss it on her channel. But I guess one of the conversations that's come up is who's her invitation. How is she going to invite people and like, you know, the guests. And she says she's not going to be inviting people's partners to the wedding. And I wanted to know what your opinion is of that. 
because I've got a few comments that disagree and agree. But like, before I read some out and give you some different opinions of what people have said, what do you think about that? Imagine you're planning your own wedding. You're planning your wedding now. Are you going to be inviting the partners of people to the wedding? That's a bit techie, I'm not going to lie. It's an interesting topic. But like, our situation is slightly different because we're not normal people, right? We just don't live in a normal lit like environment as most people do. <laughs> we haven't gone down the conventional path, essentially. So we're slightly different. Okay. In the sense that we get to spend more time with our friends, so we're close with their partners. Yeah. For example. So, like, we would invite Osama's wife yes. to our wedding, right? For example. And if we weren't to, that would be considered weird. That would be weird. That would be weird. Yeah, and rude. And also, I think... <laughs> Most people, you wouldn't have to invite their friends, uh, I mean, their partners, whatever, to their wedding because they already be invited because you'd be close to them as well because you're close to these people. I get you. So I would give, I would just give the people that are more distant, if they're being invited to the wedding, that are more in a distant outer circle of our everyday life. So we don't see them all the time. We don't speak to them all the time. They're just like friends yeah. that we know from before. Then I'll give them a plus one. And it's up to them whether it's a partner or a friend. Oh, so or... you would give people that allowance there? Yeah, yeah. Like you get a plus one card, but I need the details. But it's okay. like, it's a bit weird. Like, why can I not bring my girlfriend or my boyfriend? Imagine if you got a wedding invitation to someone you know, maybe. And someone from high school, for example. Someone from high school. And they said, you can come, but that's it. You can't, you can't bring. Your... No, but they specifically say you can't bring your girl. Yeah. It's a bit like. Are you going? If anyone from my high school invited me to their wedding, I doubt it, to be honest. If someone said to you, you're invited, but your girl isn't, are you going? In a wedding concept. Because obviously we're speaking about It's weddings. very situational. I feel that. Like, I don't really see a situation where anyone that I actually care about. Mm. Because obviously you got to think, if I'm going to this wedding and you're they're saying you're not invited. What's the reason? Then... I have to care about this person to still go. Mm. But I don't really see a context where there is a person that I care about that wouldn't invite you. I'm just thinking for the other, the partner's feelings. How must it feel to be dating someone and then they get invited to like a wedding and you're, you're not invited. True. But like, for example, if, if let's say me and you had separate friends, right? So let's say Osama, wasn't your friend you wasn't friends with osama like my the boys were my circle and then you had your own circle yeah for example and then osama and his fiance are getting married now this is actually a perfect example and he invites me but says he doesn't have the budget for extra people so okay laura can't come i would still go to the wedding okay but it's, it's not like if you say it in a way where no girlfriends you can't bring your girlfriend that's a bit like it's weird what's what the fuck's the problem? But if you say something like, we don't have the budget for extra people. Yeah. And obviously, I I like you. You're like a very close friend to me. Like you're my best friend. But I barely ever have spoken to Laura and I'm not really like friends with her. I feel you. And my wife has never met her. We don't have the budget for her, essentially. Like, we, and how we are, are you cont- feeling if it's the other way around? In what sense? So I'm telling you can't come because there's no budget as well. Is what it is. It is what it is. 
charging. You, you don't look like you're happy no, about I, that. I'm, I'm, I'm only gonna, I'm only asking these questions because I'm gonna tell you some opinions of people. So I'm just trying to, okay. I'm trying to figure your brain. Basically, I'm trying to play devil's advocate with you. I feel like if you came to me and then said, "Oh, you can't come to this wedding, or you're not invited because they didn't have the budget for for yeah. an extra person, and then they don't really know you like that." in comparison to how they know me. Yeah. And then I started getting very upset about it. Yeah. I think that's childish. Thing is, I understand the budget thing specifically because of, it's not like, oh, well, I can just pay for my girlfriend to come. Like, I can pay for the food. It's, it's not that, it's not the case at times because sometimes there's a venue limit to the people. That's, that's the thing. That's the issue here. Not even just a limit. Also, venues will be like, okay, you have a package for 30 people, yeah. 60 people. Because bear in mind, obviously, if you didn't know, if you haven't been keeping up properly, me and Laura had a short wedding but together. But I didn't know this before. But I've been shooting weddings the year prior as well, uh, doing um, wedding videos. Yeah. So I know quite a bit about weddings. Venues basically sell per person packages. Yeah. So it will be like a package of this amount of people, like 20 people, 50 people. And majority of weddings, usually you're going to see, it will either be 30 people or less. Then it will be like 70 people or less. Or 100 people plus. Like between 100, 150 or and some exactly. weddings of 200 people And I, person, my personal opinion is, yeah, like there are venue limits to the amount of people you can have. So at the end of the day, if it's my wedding I'm planning and I've only, I've picked a smaller, like 30 people, for example, and I don't have room. Maybe I know, even if I pick 70, if I've gotten, if I don't have room for extra people, like I've picked everyone that I care about, everyone I know, and there's just not enough space, then it's just not enough space. Why would I pick having your girlfriend over to not having my dream venue. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it is a deep situation, I'm not going to lie. Like, I would feel bad. But then there are certain situations, I think. You also got to think, it's not cheap. Weddings are not cheap, especially, like, for example, mine and your dream wedding, yeah? You got to think, me and the boys already spending a couple bags on fuel to do this road trip to the, our dream wedding location that we're not going to say because we don't want it to be rinsed out. <laughs> the girls are taking a private jet. Yeah, there's going to the be li there's limits to these things. Do you know what I mean? So that's already racking up expenses. Exactly. There's There are limits. But then you think per person, now because we're doing it abroad, we have to sort hotel. Yeah. We have to sort travel. That's not cheap. We're already You're already looking at like probably like a thousand pound per person, more or less like 700 pound per person. Then you got to think, cool, at the reception, every seat has to be decorated. They have to have cutlery taken out to them. They have to have food, yeah. which wedding food is not cheap either. Not it's like cheap. £100 per person. Then you've got to think canopies, like canopies, like the little when snack things. When you say things. all this, it makes me want a small wedding more and more and more and more. But this is what I'm saying. If you're thinking like, let's say we're not doing it abroad, but let's say each guest on average is costing you £250 for calculation's sake. You cut out only eight people, you've saved two grand. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's mm -hmm. it's not And if it's a situation where you can't you would be willing to pay for your girlfriend or boyfriend to come, it still might not be the case with their venue. Mm -mm. You know, it doesn't make sense. Or if the bride has an issue with the fact like, oh, so say I've got a brother and he's just started dating his girlfriend, so she's new. I don't want her attending because she's gonna maybe if you break up you can read the pictures i don't agree with that point of view Nah, that's because moist. that's controlling nah. someone's relationship i think you're trying to get involved in a situation that you're not involved in also if it's a brother and you know like she's been she's come to the family then i'm just i'm just assuming he they want to be serious because she's come to the family now i get you so it'd be stupid of us 
not to invite them. Let me tell you some opinions of okay, people. Because obviously people have a lot to say on social media. So yeah, some people that disagreed with her, they think that what she's saying is wrong. Personally, if one of my friends or family members only invited me and not my partner to their wedding, I'd rather not go out of respect for my partner. I think it depends. Over your family? I think it depends on what context they're not writing your partner. If my cousin said that I'm not inviting you specifically. Oh, that's just, that's just a straight violation. That's a exactly, violation yeah. and you've got to back your partner. But if you've been dating for three months. Exactly. Then that's different. Exactly. Um, next person. I don't know. I just think it's a little weird and controlling. And this creator replied, it's literally my wedding. Of course, I'm going to control. And yes, I think it is your ability to control. But at the same time, I think it can be controlling. I, But I don't understand this whole mentality of like, how dare you not do this on your wedding? Bro, it's my wedding. Fuck. fuck off. Yeah, it's true. Why are you saying anything about... I don't give a fuck about your opinion. It's my fucking wedding. You can control who does come and doesn't come at the end of the day. Um, Next person. Part of me obviously wants to do this to save money, but I think people won't enjoy themselves as much without their partner. And you don't want that. And I actually think that person summed that up really well. I think it's true that you'd want to do it to save money, but at the same time, I think... The whole point of a wedding is that everyone has a good time. Look, at the end of the day, yeah, it's very the context is very important. Hundred percent. If you're saying no partners, but we've been dating ten years, oh, I think that's disrespectful. Yeah, you're taking the piss. And this, is, but if I've got a thing that I've been smashing for like three weeks, and you say you can't bring her, that's agreeable. That's fine. And, and I'm not going to bring her anyway. If you always have new things like every three weeks, then you're not going to take them seriously. But this is what someone said. Understand if it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but if it's a couple that's married and you're only inviting one or the other, it's a bit strange. And I actually agree with that's this. True. Like, true. even though you being married shouldn't change your concept of how serious you are, I think if someone's just dating someone, then it's more okay. But if you're talking about someone that's been dating for a long time, they kind of come as a pair. It's yeah. hard to explain. If someone invited me to a wedding and said, you can't come just because she's your girlfriend. Yeah. And it's not even like a budget thing. We just don't want partners of anyone to come. Mm -mm. Then I mean, like, you're just taking a piss now because we've been together for nearly eight years. Yeah, we might as well be married at this point. You're just violating Definitely. for no reason. And the last person that disagreed I've got is I think as a, I think as it's a wedding, you either invite the couple or don't. Either because they come as a pair, you should get to know the partner, and make an effort. And I actually kind That's of agree so with this as well. I think when you're if you're budgeting people to come, I think you got to take into account that. Most people realistically want to bring at least one person. If they don't know the family like that, if they're not family members, they're going to want one person to bring. Yeah. So you kind of got to account for that. Or let's say like, for example, if Osama was just one, one friend, of course he has OJ, so he's a bit okay. But like, let's say he didn't, it was just Osama, then he should have a plus one because who's he going to chill with? We're going to be with our family if it's a connection like that. But I think in general, if you're counting for one person, you should think two of them are coming. Yeah, but I don't know because I've never had a wedding. But also in most contexts, me and you come as one. Yeah. Like if you're going, I'm going. If I'm going, you're going. Yeah. That's and in, in, that's in most circumstances. Obviously, if it's like maybe like business related or I whatever, I think if you respect your friends, I actually think if you respect your friends, their partner does seem as one. I would never invite Osama and not his girlfriend to an occasion like that. Especially to an occasion like that. That's the thing. It's You're terrible. Taking a piss. If it's OJ, when OJ gets his partner, I would never do it. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't disrespect my friend like that. But if it's a long distance friend, I either don't invite them at all or I invite them with a plus one. It's facts. But this is what I don't get. People do a wedding and they'll invite someone that they haven't spoken to in seven years. Like, What's the point? Why are you inviting your high school friends that you don't even speak to anymore? Mm -hmm. 
the fuck? People do that. They invite uh, very distant people. For me, just my family, your family, and our friends. So they're trying to beef up their wedding day for yeah. no reason. But then you, even you got to think this in this context. You invite your family, but then your family might have boyfriends or girlfriends that want to come. So it's things you got to consider. Um, and then the people that agreed said, well, number one, it's good to do that because you save money and you're the one who has to cover the cost at the end of the day, which we said. Another one, it's your wedding. It should be who you know and care about. And I agree. Like, what's the point of having unknown people at your wedding? It's an intimate thing. Okay. Let's say our wedding is next month. Yeah. And we have done our invitations and we're doing them now. Are you inviting my brother's girlfriend? Yes. Yeah, I agree. I think I agree. Bear in mind, they've been only dating for like on and off I for a couple months. I, yeah, I, I'm not for me to judge whether relationship will go in the future, but I think it's to the point where you would invite her. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I think people it, people just do too much, man. When it comes to weddings, especially like some some grooms do too, and I can say this because I've been around weddings. I've done at least fifty weddings. Yeah. Some brides. Do you remember the show um, Bridezilla? It's Bridezilla. I swear to God, some brides are like that in real life. I think I could become one. Bro, like, if a tissue is not folded the right way, they're out. losing their shit. But the thing is, I feel like I could come one, become a Bridezilla when I'm picking my dress. But overall, on the day, you shouldn't be a Bridezilla because the whole point is to enjoy your day, not stress about it. Exactly. And I swear to God, there's about 60% of the weddings I did the brides didn't enjoy their wedding. Yeah. Because they all they did the whole wedding was stress about the day. There's just no point. It's like, bitch, this is why you have a maid of honor. To do Her job stuff. is to stress. It's true. Your job is to shut the fuck up, enjoy your wedding day, and get piped by your husband to be at the end of the night. Yeah. That's it. Thanks. I don't know why, all the time. Oh, this is Shut up. Get ready. Get your dress. Fuck off. That's mm. all you gotta do. A part of me, I'm not gonna lie. A part of me wants a big wedding, but a part of me doesn't. I don't. A part of me just, I'm not gonna lie. I would be so down just to sign the papers and go on holiday. I'm no cap. I want. The thing is, my wedding day. I just want it to be a fucking incredible fun day for all the people that we actually love. Yeah. Like I have no interest inviting people from high school that I still might talk to here and there. People that I used to work with, or all this kind of shit. Well, no, long, I don't it's too long. Nonchalant, nonchalant. And the last one that agreed with her is, oh my gosh, some of these comments. Seriously, if you can't do one event without your partner, then you need to reevaluate your relationship. And that is also facts. That's true. That's also very true. But this is what I'm saying. It depends on context. It depends on context for sure. It's very context biased. Definitely. This and when you're going, I think when you're organizing a wedding. Getting that invitation list is very stressful. But I think it's as stressful as you make it, though. Yeah. It's literally up to you as how stressful this whole situation mm -hmm. is. Don't put your phone away because you have a game to play. Oh, no. It was just... Oh, you don't need a phone. No, no. The game I wanted to play was to not make each other say yes or no. You know the one? I've just seen them on YouTube a lot, and I wanted to give it a go to see. All right, who wants to go first? You going first? Can you ask me the question first? Okay, cool. So I'm not, I'm not allowed to say yes or I'm not allowed to say no. Okay, cool. Are you ready? I think so. <laughs> I was going to say it then. What are we doing? We're filming the podcast. No, no, as in like, what's the game we're playing? We're playing that. I can't say it because I can't say it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, good one though. All right. Did you go to gym yesterday? I actually did. Did you enjoy it? Oh my God, yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost. You're out. Ready. Okay, cool. Go on. Um, Come at me What's now. your name? Robert. How old are you? 23. Do you love me? 
I do. Are you sure? Very. <laughs> that nearly cut you. <laughs> you did. Um, do you like this podcast set? I love this podcast set. How long did it take to do? Two months no. on and off doing it. It didn't, did it? It did. Really? Who it, helped you? Indeed. You and your dad. Oh my gosh. Was it fun? It was fun. <laughs> um, and what is It's actually school? hard. <laughs> it's actually honestly hard. What did you study in school? Which part of school? High school. A lot. Yeah, it was a long time ago, wasn't it? High school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I beat you, though. I did better than you. you. But, but you know, I, I got the sauce. You got to make it feel like it's a normal conversation. That is true, but That's you you always did the leading questions, but if you just space out the leading question a little bit, mm, it's easy. It's easy. All right, cool. Let, let me do it to you. Um, how's your day been? It was really good. That's good. That's good. What have you been up to today? I actually went on a really long walk. Did you not go to him today? No, I went on a walk instead. You oh, already lost. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I thought I'm going to make her say no instead of yes. And it worked. You know, every third, I think last time I got three, three as well. That's just too much. Go on. One more. One more time against me. Okay. What are you drinking? Agua. Agua. What's your favorite drink actually? Water. No. And sugar-free Red Bull. It's not. It is. Really? Indeed. But what did you have? Like, I thought you liked Prime. I do like Prime. Yeah. But water's better. And in terms of energy drinks, I prefer Red Bull, sugar-free over to Prime. Did I make your coffee today? You did indeed, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Why did I say yeah? <laughs> it's these leading words that... It's, oh, my God. You said God. yeah at the end. It added no context. <laughs> Whatever, man. Let's just go to some therapy couch and let's do some fucking <laughs> Let's break some people up. Yeah, let's break some people up. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to break people up. Great. It's good that we spoke about weddings because I think... Is that a wedding scenario? Both scenarios are with married people. Okay. And one of them is to do with a wedding. Oh, why do we always... We're we, so connected. We're so connected. You'd almost think we've been dating for like nearly eight years. I know. Is, do you know what? Robert, what are we going to do for our eight-year anniversary? Fuck all. Work, probably. Film, podcast. Wow. <laughs> Knowing us. Romance. Uh, oh. Eight years is pretty big. I think we should do something fun, but... but if it, Eight years is random. These I think are the things after you need to say in your head. I think reevaluate. Say these things in your head and say nice things out your mouth. After year five, the next big one is like is is ten. Ten. And then it's fifteen, and fifteen is not even as big as ten and twenty years. Do you know what I mean? Robert, the amount we've been dating is ridiculous. True, that that is true, especially for our age as well. Facts. All right, here we go. My husband wants me to shower before I get home from work. But no, sorry. My husband wants me to shower before he gets home from work. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, me and my husband recently got into an argument over this issue. Recently, he has said that he wants me to be clean when he gets home from work to increase our chances of spon spontaneous intimacy and save time because he also has to shower. I feel like it's an unfair ask for, of, of him to do... She's not written this very well. I feel like it's unfair of him to ask me this. Um, I understand to a certain degree, especially on weekdays, since I go to sleep earlier than him, uh, as we have slightly different schedules. On weekends, I can stay up with him. We recently got into an argument because he said he gets annoyed that he has to wait on me to go shower prior to being intimate. I usually ask before we even get close to intimacy if he wants me to shower. 
uh, hour tell if we're in the mood or not. So it's not like we're getting started and then I abruptly have to go to your shower. I feel like he's being unreasonable because of two reasons. Number one, I don't think it's fair to have to shower before a certain time on the on the off chance that he decides that he wants to be intimate. I have a higher drive and usually I'm ready whenever and he has more of a physical job and has less energy most times. I Number two, I then have to wait on him to shower and it feels like it's a literal, it's literally hypocritical. 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 Am I, am I making this too big of a deal? Okay, uh, parts of this, I'm like, she's overreacting. And then parts of it, I'm like, he's overreact overreacting. But the overall thing I'm going to go for here is spontaneous sex. Why are you having a shower before? First of all, have a shower after sex, you stinky fuckers. Number two, why do you have to have a shower before you have sex? That completely gets rid of spontaneous that's not spontaneous. Oh, let's have sex. Oh, I just need to shower. Both of you are being ridiculous. Just fuck without having a shower. If, if like <laughs> I started like making moves on you, and you know, and you started responding, and I was like, okay, cool, it's time to get busy. Yeah, that feels spontaneous. Yeah, and then you got up and said, oh, I'm gonna go have a shower. That's killing the mood, bro. By the time you get back, I'm not horny. I swear to God, I'm not horny. Why anymore. do you're they... gonna have to force me to be in the mood? Why again. do they have a shower before sex? That's not spontaneous, guys. It's like unless he's a clean freak. Or she has like a like a stinky job, like she's a PT or something. I don't understand why it's but so important for him that she has a shower. If he she has a PT, then she would be having a shower anyway. And why does he? Ha why does there have guys? Just fuck. Exactly. I don't want to have sex with a clean freak anyway. It's it's a very bizarre situation. It's I, I actually and at times I'm like for her side, why not just have a shower? And on his side, I'm like. Why is it a big deal? It's just really weird. Can I can make another point? Yeah. He has to shower when he gets home from work because he works a physical job. Okay. Wherever the case may be, I don't know what his job is that works a little bit later in the day. Why don't you shower together? True. That is hot. Get in the shower together. Get the freakiness going then. Yeah. It could be like a little ritual. Oh, you know, when babe gets home, we're going to have a shower together. Even and if that would don't, feel more spontaneous. Even if we don't fuck, we just have a shower together. It's just like the thing that we do. It's romantic. We're going to have a shower together, get in bed together. That's cute. Robert, you're a problem solver. Why have you just saved their relationship? Oh, shit. Break up, actually. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a good one. I love that. Um, you're really good at that advice. Easy solution, right? That was so easy. Exactly. All right, here we go. I've got another one. My ex told me he's getting married. That hurts. The fuck? <laughs> Why is he telling her anyway? I'm in a very... Uh, sorry. It's okay. A little bit of yoga. Here we go. I'm in, <laughs> This is a girl writing in, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this is a girl. Okay, cool. I'm in a very happy relationship with my fiancé. Out of the blue, my ex messaged me on social media. Haven't seen him for years and I was shocked seeing his message in the first place. And the message went like this. It's a little bit long, so bear with me. Hey, sorry I shouldn't message you. I'm going to take a big step in my life and I was thinking of you. I'm going to get married. I don't know if this is the right or wrong uh, thing to tell you, but all I wanted to say is thank you and I'm sorry for being an ass. I've learned a lot from you, to be honest. You're a very beautiful person inside and out and I wasn't able to keep up with the passion and loyalty that you had for me. You will always be in a soft corner of my heart. I wish you all the best for your future. I feel good to tell you if anything good has happened to me. And I still have the first birthday card which you have given to me. I do read it every year. It makes me feel good. I hope you're still the same when you talk. Always have a great journey ahead. And I'm really proud of myself. I'm really proud of myself that I had you once. 
Thank you and take care. Bye for now. <clears throat> As you could probably tell reading that, he did ruin our relationship. <laughs> we were together for three years with, uh, with our on and off relationship. He was talking to other girls on social media during our relationship and he knew that I didn't like it, but he still continued doing so. I loved him so much, but I did end up leaving him because I couldn't handle the betrayal feeling anymore. I couldn't trust him never again and it's a sickening feeling. I'm shocked and confused why he's reached out to me in the first place. I wasn't sure if he wanted to make me jealous because he knows I'm currently doing well with my current relationship or if he's feeling very guilty and regret what he's done to me. I do feel guilty for feeling emotional about this and the reason being was he knew I wanted to get married with him. I saw a future with him. I tried talking about our future. We just never worked out. I knew we wouldn't, but I knew, but I knew that he still loves me after I left him. The fact that he still reached out to me to let me know that he's his his feelings is very strange. I immediately thought about uh, how his soon-to-be wife would be feeling finding out that he's still talking to his ex. I'm glad that I know. Uh, uh, I'm glad to know that I'm not in her position. That could have been me. I'm glad that he's moving on, but he is he really moving on? Facts. I love what she said about that. I'm happy it's not me. Because he's doing the same thing while you br- he broke up with you. Girl, he's, you're on your boss bitch vibes. Stay like that. He has the same issues, girl. And leave him on red. He's still got the same issues. You know what his problem is? He fucking loves the forbidden fruit. Yeah. Anything he's not meant to have, he loves it and wants it. That marriage won't last. This guy has a serious issue. Like, literally anything that's not allowed, he wants it. It's so bad. What do you mean he's moved on? He hasn't. Man said, you're beautiful inside and out and I miss you. I read your birthday card every year. Guaranteed he doesn't, by no, the way. No, he's just saying some crap. He's just trying to fuck one more time before he gets married. No, but the thing is, he's de- she's definitely not the only girl he's messaging. He's still doing that messaging on social media bullshit. He fucked that relationship up. Now he's getting married and he's thinking, damn, she was lang. She was so much better than my wife, man. I should have stayed with that. <gasps> but even though, really and truly, if he broke up with his wife now, he'll never chat to this ex again and he'll be doing the same thing to this one now. Bro, it's complicated and it's a train. What happens is, if that person can do it to you, they're going to do it to someone else. He's a fucker and he's going to carry on doing it. My advice for this girl, leave him on red. Block him. Actually, yeah, block him. Why haven't you blocked him? You've broken now up. Now you're the red flag. You're both red flags. Block them. Yeah, Break fuck up. that. Anyway, let's end on some confessions and wrap it up. Oh, yeah. I haven't done confessions in a while, you know, because we keep doing other things. But I've got some confessions today. Let's do it. I'll let you drink your water so you can actually react to my confessions. <laughs> Ready? Let's go. My mate asked me to put bets on for him because his wife doesn't want him to gamble. I look at the bet and I think if I think it won't win. Oh, sorry. What the fuck's wrong with me? My mate asked me to put bets on for him because his wife doesn't want him to gamble. I look at the bet and if I think it won't win, I don't put it on and collect the £10 from him. I made a fortune over the last year, but I had a few scary moments where I could have been £1,000 out of pocket. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, because if he's betting on, like, very small odds, he's fucked if it comes through. And it comes through, and then he's got to pay some thousands. It's kind of cunning, but not. Also, I smell birthday candles. I think they're doing the barbecue next door. I smell like birthday candles. But um, that's... That's mad. Also, you're scamming your friend out of what? Like 10 are here, 5 are here, 20... That's fucking bad. What kind of friend are you? I mean, actually, sorry. Scamming your friend, no matter what, is bad. (laughs) If it's a lot of money, fair enough. But I think it's even worse the fact that it's literally over like a 10 or 5 Yeah. The fuck? It's really bad. (laughs) Uh, Okay, go Um, 
I've had I've had a beard for nearly three years, and since growing the beard, I've put on a bit of weight. I had to shave it for a new job, which led me to discover that I now have a double chin. I'm now considering I'm now considering quitting my job and hiding until it grows back. Oh my! It's not that deep, bro. Just go to the gym. It's <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck. Just go to the gym. Oh I said, "Fuck it, I'm quitting my job and growing my beard back." Go to the gym. Go stop the double chin out, mate. Fat fuck. <laughs> okay. This one's really bad. My dad died. I'm clearing out. No, his... I thought that was it. <laughs> I thought that was the whole confession. No. My dad died, and I was clearing out his stuff, and I found a flashlight. I kept it. I always used it before coming to my senses. <laughs> I'm glad that it ended the way it did. But it could have gone a really bad route. Man said, he, even the fact that he had that thought is fucking messed he up. He kept it though. He literally kept the <sighs> flashlight. That is grim. He didn't get rid of it. He kept it. I, saw, I can't imagine, like, short story. I once found my dad's porn collection. <laughs> this was back in the day where the, it wasn't like you go on your phone and watch porn on your phone. <laughs> yeah. This is the days where, like, you had a DVD player and you had porn in CDs. That's mad. And magazines. I already told a story about the magazines in his workshop. He had a, a, a little pile of porn CDs on, like, top of the little cupboard that we had. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's, that's about Did it then. You put him in. I think I watched one, but that was at the age where I literally didn't even know what banking was. <laughs> like that's how young I was. I missed an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> after uh, after a clean and polish at the dentist this morning, this pretty twenty-something dental hygienist held my arm, smiled, and congratulated me on my brushing technique. I'm happily married with kids, but I can't stop wanking whilst thinking about her. Oh my god! Sometimes I really hate being a man. He's wanking over the thought of this dentist yes just over the thought yes his wife has he's she's stopped pleasuring him you think and also he's got problems he's, maybe he's got problems he's got a porn addiction hundred percent that's fu why do so many men love the forbidden fruit i don't know they so fantasize over the forbidden fruit just focus on what you have <laughs> calm down man keep your dick in your pants it's also creepy that's very... I mean, at least she's off age. Also, we don't know how old he is, so it's like a bit... We don't know the context. Next, last one. Go on. Um, I cheated on my wife and chucked the condom in the bin afterwards. Went to then chuck it away in the outside bin for it not to be in the bedroom bin, but the dog had ate it. I spent the next three days making sure only I walked the dog. So when he like if he shat or puked it, the condom would be like there. This episode has been so heavy of men cheating on their wives. Do men cheat? Do all men cheat? It's because I saw a podcast, deep this. I saw a podcast that said all men do cheat. There were guys and they said every man, if a man says he doesn't, he does. Every man cheats. Yes. In what context? You tell me you're a man. Does every man cheat? I've never cheated on you. So... How does that work then? They said every or man is the day, cheats. Or is the day coming? Is that what they're saying? No, they say every man, like maybe micro cheats. I don't know. They cheat. Who was this? I don't remember. I didn't watch our video because it made me angry. <laughs> like, what do you mean every man cheats, bitch? And I scrolled. But yeah, but in that case, you could also say every woman cheats. In that kind of context. Why? Because like, it's just so easy to just throw that out there. Oh, you're just saying like you could, you could just make a bold statement. Yeah, exactly. I could say that. I mean, on the podcast right now, I could clip it. Every woman cheats. Did you know that? Yeah, well, there you go. Boom. Now, all of a sudden, apparently, every woman cheats. <laughs> and every no. man just scroll past angrily. Like, I honestly don't understand that idea of people struggling to keep loyalty. 
like that's so bizarre to me why is it so difficult for you mm. why can you not just focus on what you have because as soon as you lose it you then start regretting it and being upset about it and it's just like you're fucking stupid because you didn't think about that when you was getting your dick wet do you know what I mean or your pussy or other way around because I know I, my friend cheated before yeah, I know we know a lot of females that cheat yeah and it's I know, you know I know top of my head three females that's cheated exactly that's the cheat without deep in it I know three cheating females I have family associations with someone that cheated on someone mm-hmm. so do I on a very long term partner yeah what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, you know, I think a lot of people think that old men cheat because men either get caught and baited out for cheating or they literally speak about the fact that they cheated. I think women okay. are so much better at being sly about it and so hiding those it. those women that do cheat... They won't come out about it or they won't get baited out. Yeah, I know four women that cheat. Exactly. Four. I know more women that have cheated than men. Uh, I'd say one man. Four women, one man, I know. I know one man that's cheated. Two two people, actually. Two guys. I don't know. We're going to have to conversate after this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> tell me what you know, and I'll tell you what I know. <laughs> on that on that situation, let's wrap up the podcast. Guys, that didn't make us. Thank you for watching. Subscribe, follow us, sign up to the Patreon. We love you all. And we'll see you on Saturday if you're a real G yeah. and you're on the Patreon. Or if you're not, we'll see you Sunday. Next Monday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Fucking now. We'll see you next Wednesday. Take care. Bye. Peace.